0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another installment of the Film Me In podcast, where this week we're going to film you in all fantasy style. Get your swords, get your druids, get your magicians. We're developing a clan for Dungeons and Dragons, honour among thieves. I'm your host, Xander Whiston, the host of the Knights of the Round Table. That's more history than fantasy. He's um, really trying. With me, with me as always, are uh, my co-hosts. Uh, it's Mr. Hamish Beaton.
1: Hello, hello.
0: Joe Cook.
2: Hello, can I quickly correct you and say it's Sorcerer, not Magician?
0: And Alex Young.
3: Yeah, I'm going to join Joe on that. you never played that game before, have you? I've never
0: played Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> but we saw a good movie this week. Outrageous we that we actually get to do that sometimes. But first... Before we talk about good movies, oh. who's got a moan for me? I do. Joe, I know your moan is depressing, so you're going to go last. Oh my no, god! I, <laughs> I, I feel as I, 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 I,
1: I feels if I should maybe go last, so I can bring everything back up, because I've got a good oh. moan.
2: Right, sick. I'll be the Joe... filling of the sandwich. I'll be the ham. Joe
1: can set <laughs> the bar, and I'll I'll jump it. <laughs> Alex, moan.
3: People in the cinema the have their phones on and it makes a notification sound and then they don't turn it off so then it makes another notification sound to the point where you have to turn around and stare at them Um, literally happened when we watched this film in cinema, Hamish was with me and I was so close to jumping in my seat (laughs) turning around and beating the shit out of somebody, but yeah Yeah, turn it off, it's not hard
0: I think over Covid people have forgotten the uh Etiquette, how to actually behave at the cinema. Mm. Yeah, I there was, was social like so many people
1: that
3: were like audibly talking really loudly throughout it as well.
1: I, um, I want so to nice. describe what I saw Alex give this person as visceral hate. <laughs> like I
3: hate cinemas where it's noisy. Like so that's why yeah. I could never go and see like End Game or something like that in cinema because like it, it's loud, it's noisy. There's people talking throughout it. I need it to be like very close to silence. Otherwise, I'll just yeah, get angry
1: sure. and irritated. I, I think we've all been there. We've all turned around to someone and told them to shut up in the cinema. It's a beautiful thing to do. Oh
0: no, but then, but then, most of the time, I do it. I say, can you can you turn your phone off or can you be quiet? I'm met with a no. You, and I'm like, well, then, what do I do now? To I'm not gonna, I, I'm gonna, I'm go not get get gonna fist system. fight you in the cinema. I want to watch this movie, so like, I, I guess I've lost. So like, good good mm, day. Well so. Done. <laughs>
1: I my, my my reaction to that is I have grown up with a a good old dad from Glasgow who is a uh, wonderful man very very hardcore when it comes to the cinema if you talk in the cinema you're told to shut up uh, and to the point that if someone is sitting in your seat and Alex will like die from secondhand like embarrassment he will tell you to move he will not only tell you to move he'll thrust the ticket in your face and then tell you to move I've watched him Stand up in the cinema, leave the cinema, go and get someone to, like, ki- like kick someone out for using their phone, or, like, to get them to be told off, and then complain to the manager and get the tickets back free.
2: I admire that, to
0: be honest. It is what, thing?
1: I, it is what I I've built my, like, cinema etiquette off.
0: <laughs> I don't have the confidence to do that, you know. I think there's been a few situations in, in uh, movies recently where I could have easily gotten money back for tickets, or gotten free tickets, or whatever, and I'm just too uncomfortable. I'm like, have a nice day, thank you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that, is a, that is a sucky moan, Alex. That is a sucky thank moan. Thank you. I'm going
2: to take a, a taser with me next time. Oh,
1: I Ooh, forgot you had a moan. I was just going to go next, but... I have a moan. I have a
0: moan. I can't, it doesn't shut up. Um, uh, my moan is about Disney, and oh. their um, their new newest news uh. on live action remakes. Uh.
1: Uh,
0: I'm sure you've all heard that they are now planning a live action remake for Moana, which is a movie that came out seven years ago. Do, do you so, know what's
2: annoying about that? The announcement well, video was done by Dwayne the Rock Johnson, not. Moana, not the one who played Moana, the main character. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Where is yeah. she in the video?
0: Because she might not even be in it.
2: Because no, they she said they be...
0: confirmed to come back. She I might think. be too old for it now. Because Moana is meant to be like a teenager, and she's like, she's got to be at least in her twenties now. Yeah, mm.
1: I thrive like, on uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's like carefully polished bowling ball of a head and how he interlocks his fingers. And the way he speaks, I feel like I'm being... I feel like he's talking, like, to an ATM, demanding it for money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He... The the whole video screams of, I'm no longer a superhero, so I guess I've got to put my face back on some big franchise. And he's, apparently, from sources, he's the one that is, like, pushing for this. Um, And it's, it's crazy. They've not even, like... The only reason The Little Mermaid and all these other films are getting made and making money is because of nostalgia. The Lion King's not making $1.5 billion because it's a good movie. It's making that much money because everyone's like, I love The Lion King, let's go and see this again. But, but whereas Moana, Xander. there's no nostalgia for Moana. It just came out.
2: But but Xander, don't you see, this is going to change the hierarchy
1: of power in the Disney universe. In, in the Disney... <laughs> and they'll bring back <laughs> Henry... They'll bring back Henry Cavill as the Beast, and they'll have. It's,
0: <laughs> it's still the DCU as well as the Disney Cinematic Universe. Oh, I hate <laughs> that. Good
1: God. <laughs> it,
2: I, it just it just paints animation as inferior. That they think, oh, we'll do a live action one because that will be received better. But I. But I don't it's not know, like I, I don't. The, like the, it. the movie
0: no was received videos. so. The movie was really received so well. It made a lot mm. of money. And they're using the same cast It's literally going to be shot for shot With the same people How do you do I just don't get it I really don't get it mm. I dislike it It upsets me It angers me Harumph
3: All of these live action <laughs> remakes like, upset me Because there's no point Like Nobody is asking for this And if you are No you're not Are like, you okay? No you're not you're, You just simply aren't get, actually wanting to Get this some film.
1: help
0: <laughs>
3: Get some just, help.
0: Yeah, it, it's literally like animation is not a good enough form to tell this story, even though it's like the perfect form. And it's yeah. um, I, Disney got their name and all their money from animation, and they're just like stomping on it. It's it, disgusting.
1: It's like with um, I, I did some work with the good old British Film Institute, BFI, and we got to see BFI. a press. We, we got to see a press screening of The Lion King, like what you guys said. The the, the live action. I was not alive, I don't think, <laughs> when the yeah. original came out. But, um, we got, like, we, we sat down with these, like, journalists at the end and they were like, so what did you guys think? It's, like, breathtaking. I was like, it's lost its heart. Yeah. It's, like, mm. it's lost its soul. It's desaturated. Like, I, I I think the CG in these movies is, like, beautiful and like, it's breathtaking that we can now do what we can do. yeah. Like, Especially when you take a look at, like, early 2000s movies. But... Yeah. There's something... There was something so lifelike about these old animations. And... I think... I think they don't need to be brought to live action. I think maybe updates to their animation could be nice. To maybe showcase it in a different art style. But it it doesn't need, like, this whole big... I... Who wants to see the horrific hyenas in real life from the Lion King.
0: (laughs) It's essentially, the the Lion King movie is essentially a demo reel of being like, this is how good CGI can be now. And like, you know what, as a demo reel, incredible. It looks fantastic. Like the CG, it's it's tangible. Those lions are real.
1: Those lions do speak in real life as well. I don't know but how like, they managed to I, get that for the movie, but...
0: I know, it's crazy. I didn't know that Donald Glover stole his voice from this lion in Africa. That's crazy, bro. That's insane. <laughs> oh um, so, yeah, the, the whole thing just winds me up. I'm not going to go see The Little Mermaid. I reckon we talk about good Disney movies that the week that that comes out. Or maybe you talk about DreamWorks that week. <laughs> <laughs> DreamWorks a Shrek right Five. Are Shrek slaying.
1: Five has been announced. Shrek Five is happening. Shrek yeah. Five got
0: announced. Yes, um, with the original cast returning. I think Not They confirmed. were kind of deciding. They were kind of deciding what they were doing with it. Like the um, I didn't know whether they were doing a reboot because Illumination now own DreamWorks or something, don't they? Or if you'd Illumination watched, owns some
1: rights in Shrek. If if you've watched the absolute masterpiece, which is the Puss in Boots movie and the Last Wish, absolute masterpiece. You'd know that at the end they uh, they lead into a Shrek movie or a little well, hint do. towards oh, a Shrek yeah. movie. Oh, uh, yeah, cur- do, currently, they? it's in talks. We don't know if we don't know if all the cast are returning. They're in talks with all the cast, and they've, DreamWorks have said that they're confident the cast will return. So what I think is happening is that they've contacted the agents. Some of the cast are a little bit on the fence about maybe doing another. So what they've done is that they've released. A statement saying it's happening and that they are confident the cast will return to give them a kick in the ass and to get people like riled up about oh yeah Shrek 5 yeah because
3: yeah, they're, they're more likely to agree if they see the hype around it
1: exactly mm. I think this is f- taken
0: far too long to happen right yeah no. the last Shrek movie came out in 2010
3: film. I think this is the perfect amount of time like i think it's played out quite brilliantly because return
1: like of you the said, king cg
3: and animation has been updated so perfectly so like you can just imagine how good this film is gonna look especially with like the how and boots just looked um it was
1: yeah. incredible i can't so wait for shrek my live action brilliant. shrek movie no i
0: don't just go see shrek the <laughs> it's musical it's called shrek the musical yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah there you go that's my moan joe makes all sad okay
2: Okay, here we go. Well, it's not. It's not sad. It's sort of like a, I don't know, a worldly moon. Um, so, my moon is the term woke.
3: Oh my god, yes.
2: Um, oh, yes. What yes. I remember. Is I remember We're what your going is
1: political. Now. Okay.
2: <laughs> let me go. Let me go. not, <laughs> not the cut. word itself. The word itself is fine. It's how it's used. So, do you know Jeremy Vine?
1: Oh, God,
2: yeah. He was was on a show, well, he's on the Jeremy Vine show, and they were discussing the word woke and what it means, and he invited an expert on there called Natasha Devon, who said that um, the definition comes from African-American vernacular English, and it is defined as an alert to racial prejudice and discrimination. Basically, if something's woke, that means it's not racist, transphobic, homophobic, or a vile piece of shit. That's what it is. Now... After hearing that, Jeremy was like, okay, that's your definition, that's not mine. What? So, I don't understand it, because you don't have, like, cheese and go, oh yeah, cheese is something you eat. And someone go, actually, no, cheese is a hat. No, there's one definition, that's it. I, I just don't get it. And the same happened with Doctor Who. They announced that a drag queen was, um, who's the drag queen called? Wait, I wrote this down. Um, Ah, Jinx Monsoon is going to be joining Doctor Who. And GB News tweeted saying, Oh, Doctor Who's going to be woke now because of this. And stop using it in a derogatory term. As a derogatory term, it's not that. It's If someone's woke, that's good. It means it's not disgusting. So, like, if you think that woke is a bad word, and you use it in a bad way, that's a reflection on yourself. In a nutshell, can the white man stop spouting it every time they get annoyed with the world?
3: This Amen. this is really true because a lot of like online figures as well, like not to drag their names into this, but Sneeko, Aiden Ross, people like this who are in the like the uh, Andrew Tate circle, mm. anybody that seems <laughs> to disagree with them, they call them woke or part of the Matrix, and if you ask them what does woke the mean, film? they can't come up with a definition. They can't. It's
0: so ironic that the Matrix was directed by two trans people. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy.
1: Can I also just Sorry, add, can I carry on for, for for those dunking on absolute mongoloids like Andrew Tate? If you go on his Twitter page, which is I, I go there for the same reason I go to the zoo, which is to watch the monkeys throw shit at a wall. And <laughs> I, came I came up with that. I came up with that. And <laughs> it is his his like video. That's the face of his page. This is pin tweet is him it's like an advert for his like escape the matrix what what color bugatti but it has him like walking about this house and then in the background is like the worst cg'd like missiles and meteors hitting behind him and like a really shitty it looks like a jpeg of a jet flying in behind him this man's a millionaire This man is like a millionaire, and he can't afford something that does not look like it has come out of either Getty Images or fucking iMovie. It is baffling, and he's trying to, like, sell you into a pyramid scheme. The people that buy into his culture are the equivalent of, like, modern-day... I I can't say that. Um, (laughs) Say it and we'll bleep it. Right, my moan. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm, 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 Joe, I'm, I
0: loved how scripted that was as well. By the way, I loved that. that, you that kept was, looking over at your thing, you, saying I, I, out. I yeah, uh, I thought you would notice. That's embarrassing. You do
3: have I, to be I, I careful when talking about this stuff.
1: We're so we're, we're, we're we're
2: yeah. I, I, we're we're sure. gonna, I wanted to make sure it was correct.
1: We're gonna start with a low on my moan, and we're gonna raise to a nice like high pitched moan, a nice high vibed moan. Um, trailers this week. We got loads of them. Um, we did get some trailers We got announced that there was going to be loads and loads of trailers dropping And Disney went Oh shit We haven't done any marketing for The show we were supposed to get in February Secret Invasion <laughs> um, yes. Which has been Was pushed back until recently To an undisclosed late point In 2023 uh, Which does not give me faith in it uh, The trailer we got for it um, well, I'm It's a bit shit um, that's my low point. They they spat something out. They spat something out. It's got a Fantastic I, Four reference in it, and that is it.
0: I liked it because I didn't spoil I it anything.
1: Okay. I, mean, they, I think they, it
0: was a good trailer. Yeah, I, it I, actually weirdly got me kind of hyped for the show. I
1: yeah. I okay, watch the very first trailer, and it will get you. It, it, it the very first trailer is far better, infinitely better. Um, but then again, I can't compare it to what else we're getting. Uh, Blue Beetle's trailer dropped. Absolutely phenomenal. Love that movie. I was a little bit, I was a little bit turned off by it by like the start when I first watched it. Alex, however, convinced me to rewatch the trailer a few times. I like it now. Um, it's paying homage I, I think, to a lot of old old uh, DC house names, so very happy with that.
3: I'm a tired of fine.
1: superheroes. It's
0: it's just a fun yeah. little
3: film.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Listen, uh, I'm, 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 like I said, I'm sure it'll be fine, but like I just. The trailer didn't do anything for me. Mm. I didn't know who Blue Beetle was before, well. and now I know that he, he's a man who has a suit. Yeah. Sick. Mm. I but, can't help feel that I've seen this
1: movie before. But we now hit the absolute MVPs of the week. Barbie and S- Across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> oh my god! The MVPs. Barbie's trailer speaks for itself. The Barbie the marketing G-Gat team... Was in it. Yeah, The Barbie marketing team are all over it. Like, they know what they're doing. They know how to make us laugh. They, uh, it's just, it, if you haven't watched the trailer, just go watch the trailer. Go stare at the posters. The memes that are coming off the posters as well are phenomenal. Everyone's like shopping pictures of, I've seen someone shop a picture of like Trump into it and said, this is Ken. He's in prison. Like it's, it's peak. (laughs) Like, um, Spider-Verse, I think it's going to be the best comic book movie of the year
0: question about barbie see, i'm, I'm I, this might be not the i probably should have just googled this but is barbie like r-rated
1: yes there's so much death in it it's it's gonna be like logan there's gonna be beheadings and stuff in it
0: no but like I, it's is it like like an r-rated comedy Or I don't is it know. like no i just thought they were doing like you Did know you want
2: to see sex in the barbie movie is that
0: it? i didn't No, it's not that i want to see sex i was just like i thought it was like I don't know. I didn't know whether they were going like
1: Xander wanted that soft no, core porn not. energy from the room.
0: Because <laughs> I, oh, here we go. Is the new? No, it's going to be PG thirteen. Okay, yeah, so like twelve. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine.
1: Um,
3: I mean, they can't really make a film about a kids' toy and not allow kids to go watch it.
0: I was going to say there was a tray that I went to see yeah. um, a movie earlier that might be referred to later, and. Um, the um the the the, bar- the first Barbie trailer got shown beforehand and I was like, hang on a second, I'm sure this is like an R-rated sex comedy. No, but like oh no, God. like the it's the, not- well, so the is that movie you saw. <laughs> was that movie I saw? No, the, to be fair, the trailer um the trailer for Barbie looks amazing. I'm very mm. hyped for it. Very mm. very hyped.
2: Again, didn't show too much either, so that's it didn't. exciting. I know
1: little to fucking nothing on that movie. All I know is that Will Ferrell is in it, and his poster says, "Call me Mother." And
0: Yeah I'm excited.
1: That's cinema. That is. That's That's cinema. cinema. Three um,
0: members of the sex education gang though. Let's go. That's that so cool. That's so cool.
1: Um alrighty, shall we uh crack into the next oh, segment? Yeah, uh, also, yeah, Spider-Verse trailer. Good. Spider Spiderverse trailer, phenomenal. Go do the- Let's it. go.
0: Oh
1: I don't want to see no um, more. Oh you annoy right. me.
0: Let's go on to our main topic then, which is, as I mentioned up top, we're getting together. We're rolling the 20-sided die and we are talking about Dungeons & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. The newest um, uh, fantasy adventure movie that came out. I was about to say the newest movie. It's not the newest movie. It came out last week. But it's the newest movie that we wanted to talk about because we, mm-hmm. don't, we don't want to talk about every movie and that's okay. Um, it stars Chris Pine and a bunch of other people um, and it's directed by the guys who made Game Night and wrote Spider-Man Homecoming John Francis Daly, I trust him with my life Right now This was a good movie This
1: It was w-
3: incredible
1: I it was, was very re- good I, I'm always really worried when like reviews from IGN Come out and they're like It's an 8 or it's a like, 9 or a 10 It's like, phenomenal because IGN panders to everyone um, but we will totally pander to your movie if you sponsor us and give us free uh, tickets. But anyway absolutely. Um <laughs> absolutely Please. Um But this was this was good. Like the, I think this deserved the I think IGN gave it a ten out of ten.
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: It deserves it. it.
0: I remember seeing it high. Oh I it's, it's current it, it sat at ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. As it 90- should with a 94% audience score. And on IMDb, it sat at 7.6, which is really solid. As it should.
3: Because when, when the announcement came out a while ago that they were going to make a film based on the tabletop game Dungeons and Dragons, I immediately went, oh no, this is going to be terrible. So yeah. They're going to get somebody in who has never played the game. They're going to try and make this film that's full of, like, quippy little references to like to the tabletop but like not know what it's even about at all but instead it was made by people who have played it who love the game who get the game
1: who grew up playing the game
3: grew up playing the game and it's such a wonderful film
0: john francis daly uh, was one of the geeks in freaks and geeks yeah as the spawning of so many people's careers including yeah. seth rogan unfortunately james franco jason siegel uh, paul feig and loads of producers and stars uh, and he was one of the titular geeks and um, they they set up so to he's play grown up on set playing this yeah
1: they they originally a little bit of trivia on that even further they originally were playing like playing it on in, in the scenes and the the cast of kids loved it so much that they actually asked the studio if they were allowed to set up a game between takes, between shots, <laughs> and they 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 used to play D and D on set.
0: Amazing, amazing! I love that show. If you haven't seen Freaks and Geeks, go check it out. It's really, really good. Unfortunately, James Franco is in it, but he's young, so he's probably not a sex offender yet.
1: Probably. <laughs> 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 anyway,
0: uh, the movie, it it was always going to be a struggle to make money. Uh, it cost um, app- approximately, apparently, $150 million. I nearly
1: it's got paid. It's a big paid. budget. Big ne-
0: budget. But they used it all by making so many practical sets and great camera work. But we'll get to that later. I nearly um, got paid
1: for being in this movie. You did? Yeah. Uh, Sorry? I, I got, I, yeah. So there's a little thing in the north of ireland we're not using that uh, imperialist lingo lingo um i'm joking that's getting cut out uh, in, in northern ireland um you can sign up to a thing called extras ni you take a little picture of your face and because northern ireland has a weirdly large film industry um everyone gets call-ups i got call i've been in call-ups for dairy girls uh, game of thrones uh, bbc's paula if you've ever watched that I thought I downloaded. I know you do, because I'm in it, and you have the <laughs> shot, you know it. Um, but I got a call up for this. Unfortunately, I was in the middle of my exams, and I was not allowed to partake in the filming of this movie. It would have paid 150 a day.
0: God damn.
1: So, I don't know what Thousand? I was... I No, $150. Quid. No. Good God, oh, no. Okay, Actors sorry, don't pay, get paid that much. Um, but... I... I don't know what I would have been doing cuz the standard rates about 80 to 90 quid if you're saying any lines it goes higher. Yeah. But feature. I want I want to know what I was doing that would have given me 150 quid. I was told that would I would I would, I would have to like consent to have like my hair completely done or in some cases removed. Um so
3: I'm glad you didn't sign up for that now. I couldn't do um, you <laughs> be being balls. Egg yeah. boy.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Um, the, so the movie, like, like we said, um, it was always going to be a struggle to make money. It's currently sat at um, seventy-two million dollars worldwide, which um, is not great. It's probably not going to make any money. But like, I think it, like this is a tough property to make any money. Um, it was always going to be a tough investment, with especially with the movies that are coming out around it. You've got Mario coming out properly next uh, this week that's going to gobble up all that family audience. So it was always going to be a struggle, but I'm, I'm glad it's, that some people are seeing it at least.
1: It, I know there's a little bit of a boycott right now on it as well, um, because is it is owned by Wizards of the Coast. And <laughs> Wizards of the Coast have recently... That's the company name, Wizards of the Coast. Um, <laughs> Sounds nerdy. You're... you're It's Dungeons
3: and Dragons. Aren't you
1: a a Doctor Who YouTuber? (laughs) 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 But um, Wizards of the Coast recently, uh, so the Dungeons and Dragons uh, system itself is originally publicly owned. So, well, not publicly owned, but the licensing allows anyone to create and sell their own content based around the D and D system, also known as 5e, or 5th edition. So, if I wanted to make a Star Wars version of d and I would legally be allowed to write that book, and write, like, the rules and stuff to apply to the 5e based core rule set. And then I could go ahead and sell that. And Wizard of the Coast would not make a dollar. They would not make a single dime. Because the whole idea was that D&D was always meant to be owned by the players. Yeah. Um... Hasbro, in its constant state of drowning in debt, um, have realized that they own D&D, um, and a updated license agreement was leaked on the internet by a whistleblower, which would have caused, I think you have to pay something like, I th- I want to say 40% of all your earnings if you make over a certain amount to Wizards of the Coast and on top of that it would also hit like small third party retailers so people like comic book shops that sell D&D stuff they'd also get hit as well massively it was like a massive fuck you and the internet has retaliated in boycotting all D&D properties Um, which I assume this has been caught in to some degree I,
0: I don't think so because I it, haven't heard anything about this. And I think I, I, everyone is it, this movie it's, to kind yeah. of make
1: no money. It, it, it's really D&D community focused, which is the issue because it's the D&D is this movie's targeted for D&D players.
3: Well, didn't yeah. Wizards of the Coast go back on this? They
1: haven't officially gone back on it. The, when the license so there, there was a date set for when that new license agreement was to be officially released, and it never released. Um, Wizards of the Coast have been very silent and Hasbro have very quietly uh, said nothing about it at all and have not updated the license agreement. uh, Because good God, they have lost so much money from it. There you go. There's your history lesson. Thank you. That
0: was good. I
3: also think because it's Dungeons and Dragons and people think it's nerdy so they just won't go see it. That For sure.
1: For
0: sure. But this is just like, this is the kind of blockbuster I want to see. Something that like takes risks, is fun. It's it's got everything you might want. It's got romance. It's got comedy. It's got great action. It's got adventure. And I just, there's, there's
1: not. It's got a member of the films. cast from Fast and Furious.
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Michelle Rodriguez is in this, and she's actually good at it. She's good. She's
3: she's, she's my favorite character in this film.
0: Um, and yeah, Angry, just, scary it lady. It feels like it feels like one of those movies that's destined to fail, but like he's actually good, so it will be get to the end of the year and be like, How, uh, "We don't deserve nice things" because the Little Mermaid's gonna make a billion dollars, and this only made like it's not even made a hundred million yet over over the course of two weeks, which is nuts.
1: It, it is a crying shame because this movie is such a love letter to anyone that's ever played D and D or knows about it. If you know anything about it it is you'll you'll be watching it and it even comes down to like the mildest little remarks that will make you smile
3: the amount yeah. of references which we'll get into in the spoiler section uh the amount of references to just two other campaigns different stories all sorts of things is is, is immense it's wonderful
1: and I, Absolutely. I I think the best bit about it is as well that all these little like hints and nods they're not just stapled in like some sort of marvel movie they're there and they they're given weight and they're given they're just given substance it, it the, mo- the movie has fan service in it but it's correct fan service
0: yeah
2: for sure i, I will i will say i probably wouldn't have seen this film if it went for the podcast but i i did really enjoy it um i i did feel going in the second act i was like okay maybe maybe this is a six but it from during the third act i was like oh no this is really good because that third act is great mm. that is a good it's, third act
0: it's it's the second movie the second big budget movie we've seen recently where the third act is the best part of the movie yeah where i'm like how does this keep happening how do they keep doing this because mm. normally, with movies like this, you get you, the, the first two acts are pretty uh, fine, pretty solid. And the third act is, like, terrible. You're like, oh, right, okay, yeah. It fell apart at the end, but like, the rest of it's good. The Like, Shazam and this, the third act is the best part. And this movie's not even got, like, a bad lead-up to that. The first and second acts are still really good in this. There's not, like, a lull moment where you're like, oh, right, I can go to the bathroom here. When I watch this on DVD, I'll, like, skip this bit and... Just watch the final bit. Like the whole film is worth watching and good. Mm.
1: Agreed. I, I
2: feel. I feel like a lot of the problems with third acts is that they're just big CGI fest. This though, there's so many practical effects. Like all the, a lot of the characters and creatures in it are are real and tangible. There's some behind the scenes of like. There's a shot in the trailer. So this isn't a spoiler. Um, <laughs> but when, the oh, I wrote her name down. Um, Doric, the the druid, goes through the portal. That's all yeah. practical. That is yeah, so yeah. cool.
0: I've been seeing loads it's, of stuff on Twitter from the from the directors coming out and saying yeah, yeah, like this was real that we did this. It's like that's mm-hmm.
1: so cool.
2: Yeah, it is tangible, which is it's, it's nice to
1: watch. It, that's it important as well. It it kind of throws me back to like the old like. Cr- what was it like the Crystal Maze or something like that uh, with David Bowie in it? What, the what labyrinth. Is labyrinth, labyrinth, <laughs> the Crystal Maze. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 there the isn't. Ring. Dark Crystal, Dark Crystal, and Labyrinth are near enough the same movie in my opinion, because um, oh, they are both nightmarish in their own different ways. But at the same time, they all—they both have such beautiful fantasy practical effects, and that kind of old style of like movies of like fantasy and such like with these brilliantly like uh, like even like uh, it's a weird example but like the bird people in those movies they're all like practical they're all kind of like animatronic faces it's like the uh not going to pronounce this right Joe but the Shansheath in Sarah Jane No you got it you got it spot on You got it spot Um, on bro let's go but that, like their practical suits, and that is like it's such a love letter to those old movies, those old fantasy style movies that they have stuck to it, and they haven't just CGified everything.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad it was like that, and not like it was a recent Warcraft film.
1: Oh <laughs> god, don't <laughs> no. let's not mention that, please. Well, the, the movie, Fucking the movie, Dracula. just called Warcraft. And, and it was absolutely. Um, I, I
0: saw a Blu-ray of it literally today in ASDA of Warcraft, and the um, it has it says Warcraft: The Beginning on it. So <laughs> um, that was like set for a franchise. So that, 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 that is
1: the same energy as me and Alex having found a copy of Green Lantern in a charity shop that is still sealed it's in still its sealed. box. I have a. I I now own a sealed copy. Of Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern.
0: Did you know they released an extended cut when that movie came out on Blu-ray?
1: Oh, I, God. we all know it. what we need to invest our money into.
0: <laughs> I've so still nice. not seen the film. <laughs> I went so and saw nice. it in cinemas. I went and saw it in cinemas.
3: I didn't, thankfully. It was
2: on a Doctor Who magazine at the time, so I saw it through that. <laughs>
0: um, should, like, should we talk about like other things we liked in this? Because we're just sort of saying it, we liked it. Um it's the the cast is pretty stacked. Uh you've got Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, um Jean Page from uh Bridgeton, who's yep. great, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, Hugh Grant really great We've all, got all good of chemistry. them. He's great Hugh Grant
1: is brilliant in this movie.
0: Hugh Grant's playing. we're in a we're in a grant. He's just loving his life right now, and I'm loving that he's loving it.
2: He's playing the villain from Paddington 2, basically, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it.
0: Yes, he absolutely is. Um, uh, Chris Pine is... Let's be honest, he's playing Chris Pine, but Chris Pine has more levels to him than, like, Chris Hemsworth or something. He might be the best Chris.
3: He, I right? think he is the best Chris, because him, he played um, the love interest in Wonder Woman, didn't he? He did, yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And that character to this character in this film are completely different. I don't see any resemblance in the two. And I think that that's wonderful. Because funnily enough, that's what actors should do. You know? Play <laughs> different he characters. he played
2: Mario, though. He hasn't played Mario.
1: In In the words of, actually, Hugh Grant, on this movie during the marketing, he... You were saying one of the things that drew him to the script so much was that the protagonist had a big action movie, star at the front of it, like Star Trek, like you said, Wonder Woman, all this stuff, when he plays this really macho guy. He's not like some paladin or fighter or anything. He's just a bit of a shit musician. Like, hey, <laughs> he, plays, he plays very well. How dare you? He, and, and by the way, what you said about Hugh Grant, it reminds me a little about Richard E. Grant on uh In Loki, on that show, you could tell he was having fun, and on this, this the the other Grant, our King Hugh Grant, you can tell he's having fun on set. Mm. Like the they... the man is enjoying playing what he's playing. Yeah, I don't think they're related, Zander. <laughs> I don't think. Are you
0: sure? Because right. well, thinking about it, did you kind of look they like might be brother
1: lot? and sister, maybe
0: brother and sister. What? What? Oh, they are quite good friends.
3: Can we talk about uh Daisy Head who plays Sophina, the Red Wizard? Yes. She was incredible and I really hope that we get to see more of her.
0: For a uh, for a for a character who's essentially just like the big bad at the end who's just like, "Oh, I'm evil because I'm evil." She plays it really well.
1: She's creepy. She is really creepy. She's beautiful. Like, like even down to her makeup, she is like she's got this like presence about her she's thin as a rake in this as well she has this like haunting presence throughout the movie and she does like what you guys said about a villain being evil for the sake of being a villain
0: you've got Hugh Grant as the villain who's like very charming you can sort of relate with him maybe a little bit and then you've got your normal villain who's just like I'm just gonna kill everything I've got all these magic powers do what you want. You can't stop me. It's like Every, everyone wants to fun. be
1: charmed by Hugh Grant. I, 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 I
2: honestly no, I didn't care that it was just run of the mill villain because the the main cast was so strong that I'm like, as long as long as they're like, I could we can follow them and see them defeat it. I don't care what they're defeating. You know, I'd, if yeah, that makes sense. I,
1: I I do think that that captures the essence of D D really nicely because the idea of D D. Is that you guys play the characters? You become invested in your own characters. You're not meant to care too much. What well, you can care about the villain and their motives, but like at the end of the day, you're there to like kick their teeth in because they're there, and they're doing bad things, and it's up to you guys to stop them. I'm I, I appreciate it. It's written like a de- a game of D and D.
0: Yeah, and I also appreciate that all the characters that we have in our main group actually have something to do because the amount of times mm. you get like an ensemble cast of people and there's like two of them who are just like there and they do the same thing every single person in this team has something to do and in the final bit have their job great really great
2: mm. yeah
0: i mean i think the
2: the weak link in the cast um is uh is zenk the, the guy from bridgerton i didn't care for him he was just sort
1: of care there. For it. I think carefully. I, I don't know. I just,
2: like, I didn't find him funny. And, uh, yeah,
0: he, he was <laughs> the, there. <laughs> there is one gag in this that had me cackling for at least two minutes after the initial gag happened because you could still see something in the background. And we will talk about that oh, later. Because it's absolutely wonderful. <laughs> I will,
3: yeah, no, I'm going to talk more about Zenk. Uh, especially in the spoiler section, and about yeah. why I disagree with you, Joe, and why he is a wonderful character and he is wonderful and I love
0: him.
1: Eat shit. Um, <laughs> but the,
0: all, all the action is really well shot. The guys, uh, that, like I said, John Francis Daly and uh, Jonathan Goldstein, they've really hit, hit it out of the park on this one. And it's such a mm. big step up from Game Night. Game Night oh. is a comedy that is shot fantastically and has some really good moments of action. Whereas this is an action movie, and it's like, like, this is great. Speaking about action,
1: can we discuss the choreography?
3: It was beautiful.
1: Oh my god. I didn't expect it to be that good, but it was like... The the fighting scenes are so, so good.
3: They're so fluid and wonderful, and it's nothing like the game where you take ten minutes to decide whether or not you're going to stab someone with a spear (laughs) or with a knife. should have done that. Um, they <laughs> they know, like, could have easily done easily. Just an that, hour but... of play,
2: like, one location, defeating <laughs>
1: one army. I feels that this might be a jab towards the campaign that I ran with Joe. Uh- <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't. I don't remember that. Oh, um, that's yeah. even worse. That's even worse. <laughs> Fuck you. Um <laughs> you play, it. Play. You played a chicken based off. Chicken yeah, I'm Joe so There was Surf's no up. like
2: main tiny chicken in this. Um, chicken is that spoiler? Yeah, sorry. There's no there's no main character that's a chicken in this. Well, sorry guys. Well,
0: fuck. What's the point? Uh, I know. Um, um I'm I'm sort of ready to say to everyone go watch this movie. It is worth your time and your money. Um and yeah, go and see this on a big screen. Someone did ask me if it's if they can just catch it at home. I said don't just do that. Because this movie's no. good, and if you don't go and see this, we won't get more films like it. Agreed. If you
3: enjoy Dungeons and Dragons, it's a wonderful Dungeons and Dragons film. If you enjoy just generic, funny, heartfelt kind of fantasy films, you'll still love it. Mm.
0: You could genuinely uh, yeah. take out. You could take out the title Dungeons and Dragons. Just say, "Here's this fantasy movie called Honor Nexes Among Us Swords," <laughs> and it's.
3: Please never you know, title it's the films. the same. It,
0: it, you yeah, enjoy it just the same.
2: Yeah. Are we? Uh, d- do we give a rating now before spoilers, or do we do it at the end?
0: Yeah, we'll give a. Ra- yeah, we'll if give, you guys
2: we'll give, give a little rating. rating, yeah. A quick, um, non-spoilery overall thoughts with rating.
0: Joe, you go first. You seem to have an idea what's going
2: on. Um, okay, so I I didn't think this would be my sort of film, but I I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. The cast all looked like they wanted to be there, which is nice to see in a movie nowadays. Uh, the practical effects were great. Uh, music was pretty good. I haven't mentioned that. Um, it sort of lost me in the middle a tiny bit. Um, but from, I'll get onto it later, but from one scene in particular that starts the third act, I was like, I'm sold. So I'd give it, I did say a seven, but I think maybe seven and a half out of 10. I don't know if that's too mean, but I don't know. It was fun and I'd watch it again basically. it's so seven a 7.5 out of 10 with added voice break if that's useful. Who wants to go next? I'm going to pick someone. Uh, Alex, you go next.
3: Huzzah. I give it a 9 out of 10 Ooh. because it is everything I wanted in a Dungeons & Dragons film and more. And I only have a few issues with it in general. Um, one of them just being a, a few issues with the third act which we'll get into. But, bar that, it, it, it was brilliant. I walked out of it and I was like, that's a bloody good film. That's a, Blo- it's a bloody good, it's a bloody good <laughs> movie.
0: It's bloody good,
3: that. It's bloody <laughs> um, good,
1: that. I'm satisfied at that end. I do not think I need any more. I'm very happy.
3: Exactly. So, yeah, 9 out of 10. Go see it. It's mega. It's
2: mega.
0: mega.
1: Go on, Hamish. Um, I want to say 10, but I'm going to agree with Alex and say 9. Um... This movie is a real love letter to anyone who's ever played D&D or touched that stuff. And if you REMEMBER IT, Joe! um, But I... Yeah. It's the fan service that I think we deserve to have in movies. When it's not just staple that easter egg in for the sake of it. It's written by people that love the game. It's It's acted by people that have played the game, might I add. All the cast have played... A game of D and D, like as the characters as well. They all asked to, um, and it's just it's just full of heart. I want to say it's got some real love behind yeah. it, and Absolutely. like I said, I've got some small gripes with it, but otherwise, it's not a perfect movie, but it's a damn good movie. And if you haven't go haven't seen it, please go see it, or I will find you, Xander. I
0: am gonna give it a solid go watch it.
1: What
0: out of ten.
2: Xander. It's not consistent. It's a really
0: it's a really great movie. And like I said, it this is like My name's Xander
1: and I don't like ratings.
0: This is like the closest we're gonna get to a modern day Princess Bride. Yes. I feel so go check it out. It's worth your time and your money, and you will have fun watching it. Now we're going to get into the spoiler section. Can, I, can Joey, before you we do right?
2: that, can I quickly say you know you su- we can cut this bit. You know you suggested I watched that film earlier. I thought that was the Anne Hathaway film,
0: the Princess Diaries. Yeah.
3: You're <laughs> awful. <laughs> You're I was like, why are you
0: suggesting that
2: I watched that? This is
1: staying in the cut. No. This You're is worse staying worse in the ever. cut. This is
0: absolutely staying in the cut. <laughs> I, feel, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I feel bad though. I'm
2: going to raise my rating to like an 8.
0: Thank you. <laughs> right. Um, we're going to go into the spoiler section now. Um, if you haven't seen this movie and want to and have, or are at least interested in seeing it after we've told you how good it is, uh, go check it out and then come back and listen to the rest of the episode. If you don't care about spoilers or have already seen it, then continue on uh, listening. Here's a spoiler alert now. I don't, I don't want no.
3: Spoilers. Spoilers. I, oh, 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 oh,
0: oh. Um, I spotted an easter egg. I spotted an easter egg. The other people in the maze are the people yeah, from the, from cartoon. the cartoon. I grew up on that cartoon. Thank you, Dad. Big up. Um, the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon is so good. And um, I saw them. I was like, who? 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 I know them.
3: There's so many more wonderful references um, in it, like the prison right in the beginning, Rebel's End. It's a prison that is featured in the campaign called Icewind. Uh, Rhyme of Frostmaiden, I think. Rhyme time? Something might have m- messed that up, but here we go, um, the really big red fat dragon. Holy! Amazing. I love him. Amazing the, action sequence. I'm so tired now of seeing like these glorious. Brave, bold, like beasts. I just see this fat dragon slide down a slope of human bones and then roll his way towards. <laughs> he rolls our,
0: towards them. It's so good.
3: I was
1: saying this. To, I, I I was saying this to Alex on the way when we were walking to the cinema because Alex was like, "I'm not sure how I feel about the fat dragon." And I was like, "I'm so I, I'm tired of just like these majestic animals of like fear and like smog and stuff." I just want a morbidly obese dragon, which is going to, like, waddle around and wiggle its legs in the air when it falls on its back.
3: <laughs> the great thing about that dragon is, in the beginning, I in the first trailer, I thought it was a Tarrasque, which is an incredibly dangerous beast, which many people know in the game. However, it, it's not. It's just a fat dragon, which I mean is better. And it's dragons um, are still
1: terrifying in the game. The <laughs> dragons should. are still
3: terrifying, yeah. It's called Thembachard. I think, if I'm getting that right, the red dragon. Yep. Um, and it's it's known throughout.
1: Yeah, Dunders it's it's in the game. All the locations in the are in the game.
3: Yeah. Um, like Xander said, you got that animated cameo, which is wonderful, and I, even the leader of the Red Wizards, the first one, uh, Zastam, he is a real lich in the game as well, and he commanded the Legion of Bone. He's a real villain, a real lich. And uh, that was quite wonderful to see that they included a real kind of coven and real villain. Sp- yeah, spe- okay, speaking speaking
2: next? of cameo, did anyone else know that Bradley Cooper was gonna be in this?
3: No. Bradley Cooper. No. He was the
2: little man.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh my god, he was.
0: Yeah. He was the little man. He was the little man. Yeah. The half Also, in the Australian version of this, the um the scene at the cemetery. All the voices are played by the anti. Anti
1: Donna, guys. the anti Donna guys. What? Yeah,
0: I love that so that much. That is cool. It's, a, it, it's just, I'm sure it's just in the Australian version though, isn't it? Yeah.
1: I'm not sure they Might be. they spoke about it, but originally, but I'm not sure if it's changed at all. That better be put on um, DVD or Blu-ray. I, I I think one of my favorite things about this movie is the understanding. Of classes in D&D. Now, I know by saying that I've just cut Xander and possibly Joe out of the conversation. (laughs) Um, Paladins in D&D. They are known as these, like, righteous, like, defenders of, like, civilization. Almost like the police to some degree. When we meet a paladin in this movie, he is so painfully perfect that, like... He's annoyingly perfect. We meet him as he delivers a baby ant like a baby It's
3: a like, um Tabaxi.
1: A baby tabaxi from the mouth of some giant fish just by like pressing his hand against it and everyone's like oh and then he swaggers off with his chiseled jawline and his swanky, somehow fashionable medieval clothes, might I add. I hate him and I love him. Because it is the ultimate paladin stereotype. Um, he is a wonderful character. He is brilliant in the movie. Uh, druids. This movie does big things for druids. Um, for anyone that's played D&D before. Uh, druids are seen as the hippie class to some degree. Because uh, their whole thing is communing with nature. I have never been more terrified of a druid as I watched it turn into an owl bear, Pick up the big bad of the... Uh, movie and then just bash its head off the ground until it died, like
2: in the Avengers with Loki and Hulk.
3: <laughs> Oh, please be quiet!
1: And Dare side side note me. for that: if anyone's ever played D anD D, you'll know it. that there's a there's a shut the fuck up, Joe. There's a <laughs> <laughs> there's a dungeon master, and I, as as a DM myself, you'll like carefully plan out all this like cool fancy dialogue, and you'll plan out how you're villains going to do things, that are going to make the party shake and tremble? And then your party come along, and they find out some stupid little fucking way, some ingenious little way of killing him within, like, 30 seconds. For instance, in this, they just clip a bracelet on it, and then they bash it to death. Instead of some, like, big... There's a CGI, there's a CGI fight, but it's not, like, a big epic, like, beam in the sky like doctor doom fun yeah. like f- fan four stick thing like they they literally pick it up and just bash it off the ground until it stops moving the, I love it. like it is it is clearly written by people that have played D&D. same with the opening like you can tell that is straight out of someone's like s- campaign sessions it's cap- oh.
0: it's a, it's a character page isn't it
1: yeah hang on yeah.
0: guys guys who's my character this time oh it's It's this person, this is the backstory, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but not not even that, it's like, as a DM you'll have written that, oh, the party actually are granted a pardon for their crimes and they get out of the prison. But instead, no, the party don't know that's coming and instead they grab the bird person and hurl themselves out of a window (laughs) while screaming, fly bird man, fly
3: or like um, the bridge scene where they cause the bridge to collapse and Holger's first thing is I'll tie some rope to this axe and throw it which I have done in D&D. Oh before. yeah. No. So. I, as soon
1: it, in in D&D if there's like a there could be a fucking cliff, a canyon and one of your party members will go, I've got some rope. If I tie it to my sword and throw it, will it work? No. No it fucking won't. <laughs> it's it's written by people that have played the game have such niche little jabs at the game and i love it
2: i i really enjoyed the uh i just want to bring up two scenes i really liked um the long take where doric was uh transforming and breaking out where we also got a cameo from uh, from remy who for like a solid five seconds is flying through the air it was breathtaking to watch a flying rat that was cool or well, not a, f- a
1: flying, a f- falling, right? Was, yeah. But that was Why cool. <laughs> I just add? The start to that scene, whenever... So, Safina? Screams. Well,
3: Safina notices her. Yeah. It's ho- I jumped.
1: T- she pauses and goes, there's a wild shape among us. I'm like, oh shit, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck. And then Yay. she looks up, points, and screams like it's invasion of the body snatchers. That movie's excellent, like,
0: by the way. Sorry.
1: It <laughs> is. But, like, the eyes. Like, oh, no, stay away from me. That's horrendous.
2: That was so cool.
1: Is it it's horrific um, and I love it. The, the
2: other scene that I mentioned in the non spoilery bit that sort of like upped the rating was when they're trying to get the portal in the carriage, that scene alone was like, okay, I dig this movie now. This is so cool. I love it. Was that. Like, it was such a D D like
0: plan. that's the it thing. Was, Yeah, it wasn't
2: clever. like Yeah. It was innovative, is that the I don't know. I, mean, I didn't
3: expect how they were going to do stuff. Yeah, it's it's sure. the same vein of clever and also this surely cannot work. Mm. As in, let's just stick the portal on an object, and like that'll work. You know. Yeah. I I, I was half thinking this is brilliant and also this cannot work.
0: It's the um... which, which
1: as well is the energy you take into any D and D game.
2: Mm.
1: It's like th- This this can't work, but fuck it, it does. off we go <laughs> yeah
0: they're um the, the scene i was talking about earlier the, uh, the 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 joke it's that he says he's um john paul wh- whatever he's called john paul john page reggie yes zenk. Regis. bridgerton man zenk he um he says that like, i'm gonna walk away now and he just walks in a straight line it's over brilliant. a rock and carried yeah. on. And if you look in the background, the rest of the cast are then having a conversation and he's just still oh, I didn't <laughs> see that. in a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> I was brilliant. cackling in my chair. I didn't even notice what they were talking about. I didn't even listen. I was just cackling away. And the um, the scene of the cemetery as well, when they... um they they like they, I saw that first clip got released for the, uh, for the first one where they have that classic gag you know like oh no that's not a question yes is that does that count as a question yes that kind of thing um yeah that scene just carries on and it is so funny the whole scene as, it, as a whole just keeps going and it is really really funny it's got i think that's probably my second favorite scene in the movie
1: there's even a small little jab at like the mechanics of D there because the whole thing in D is like why the fuck would you make like? Why the fuck would you have a spell that only allows you to ask five questions? If you're able to bring someone back from the dead, like I'm sorry, but you've got a little bit more oomph in there. And in D and D, everything's like you've got spell slots, so you can only cast a certain amount of spells per day. Which is why when you hear them go, "Why does why does why can you only ask five questions?" and he goes, "I don't know." <laughs> it's it's like, just how it works. It's just how it works. I don't fucking know. Well, I can be a wizard in D anD D in the game and like be able to like disintegrate people with my mind, but I can only do it twice a day. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it, it's small little jabs. Again, it's so beautifully written by people that played it.
3: I think a scene that is definitely going to be talked about, or at least I really hope is, is when they're first trying to get back into the city, and they the the bard pulls up and is used as a distraction and he's luring all the guards over <laughs> and suddenly we realize that it's just it's a minor uh, illusion it's yeah it's 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 some sort of illusion spell which is obviously can can only go on for as long as the user concentrates on it because Simon starts to lose concentration and the image starts to distort horrendously um I was laughing so fucking much at that bit; it was wonderful. I've
1: yes, never Joe. wanted to see a deflated Chris Pine more. <laughs> yes, Joe. Can I? Can I say? It, it was funny. I couldn't stop watching it
2: because it was funny, but simultaneously I was shitting myself because I was terrified by it. And I think this is sort of, you know, so it, this wasn't long after watching *Skinner Mering*, so this wasn't this wasn't good. It, it <laughs> scared me, but like I think this has unlocked. A new fear of mine. I don't like bulging eyes. I think they're terrifying. And I was like, I don't want to look at that. Um, I don't like it. It was funny. Oh, nice. It That's was funny. It was weird, movie. but it terrified. It was like um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where Christopher Lloyd's eyes are like, uh, cartoon. Oh yeah, that terrified yeah, yeah. me. I know, as a but kid.
0: that terrified everyone, man. That terrified everyone. Still terrifies
2: it? me. No, no. no. Hamish just sent me something, and I, I bet it's bulging eyes. I'm not looking.
0: Hamish, pack it in.
1: You're
3: a um, nasty person,
1: Hamish. I am. <laughs> yeah, it was the no, I, it was the gift from Merink. <laughs> it's gone now. Don't worry, you can clear the notification. I
0: I I don't think I have much else to say about this. I'll be honest. Sophia Lillis is a queen. I want to see her in more things, please. Mm. Anyone I else got anything else to, to add? About the film. Go on, Alex.
3: Small little details, uh, especially with the ending fight. Again, my my one issue with it. I. I, I kind of contradict myself, because the the, the the ending confrontation was wonderful, I think. It was the perfect amount of time. It was, you know, a lot of quick fighting, quick spells, all this kind of stuff, and then the daughter just slips on the wrist, uh, the wristband, and it's done, and it's wonderful. But I would like to have seen more interaction of the party and Sophina. Um, I don't know how they would have done that, so you know i can't really say much else on it but I, I would like to see more of the two interact
1: i agree i also think that this like big evil death spell that she casts that like comes like from 10 in the sky none of like not much of the crowd really react to their impending death instead the party deal with it in a, in a smart way by like pouring gold from the sky through a portal through Hugh Grant's like, mouth. Yeah, yeah, through Hugh Grant's mouth might I add. But you like watch, like sorry, but if I'm like watching like literally like death clouds that are coloured red come tumbling towards me in big tendrils I'm not going to be like, ah! Oh look money. Like, you know, you're just going to run and scream.
0: I'm a student, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would also. I would. I got rents pay, bro.
1: Yeah, I I, I just feel like this big spell that the movie builds to to some degree, it's a bit underused. It kind of just happens and then it's thwarted in like two seconds. But aside from that, my gripes with the movie are pretty non-existent. Yeah.
0: Cool. Is that is that... I feel like that's everything.
1: A bloody good movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Bloody good movie. Watch it. Right. Back from the spoiler section. Hello. How's everyone doing? How are you all? I hope you're well. Who wants to uh, sell me a movie or a TV show or a game or a music or a book if you're a nerd?
3: I'm going to sell you a book.
0: A book? Oh, you're a nerd. And
3: it's called The Player's Handbook, which is what everybody should buy if they're wanting to get into D&D straight away. Ah! I mean, you don't have to buy it. You can find PDFs online as well. Lord knows I have them. I have PDFs of all of the books. If you just look up how to get into it, it it's wonderful. Not every person who plays D&D is a sweaty sexist nerd. I mean there is a few Just you then. It's just me, yeah. <laughs> um there is a few but <laughs> you know the majority at least um I've always had good experiences with the D&D community. They're quite wonderful people, you know. You'll always get rotten eggs, which is just a standard with large a crowds. A few bad
0: apples, is it?
3: bad apples, yeah. Oh, but um, I the D D think... community,
0: the police—they're all the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you hear it? What? What? <laughs> and
3: uh, and uh, don't care about the safety of others. Um, so, I think that oh, there's a definitely... bad joke
1: there that I can't make. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, I think that everybody should check out D&D if you're into fantasy, if you're into storytelling. It's a really fun tabletop game and there's a lot of sources out there that can help you. Uh, so, yeah. I'd get into it.
1: I have a recommendation. Uh, one to stay away from. Ooh! An anti Um, An anti-recommendation. Now, um, I, I, lo- I love my Batman comics. That's no secret. Um, I love my DC. Um... There is a comic called uh, Batman Reptilian, which focuses around Batman and Killer Croc. Uh, If those who don't know who Killer Croc is, he is someone who's afflicted with a genetic disease which makes his skin look more like reptile scales. Um, Over his life, it's mutated and he turns into a big kind of reptile. Xander is currently rapping uh, and it's not picking up on the mic, unfortunately for him. Anyway, um, in Batman Reptilian, um, who's written by it's written by Garth Ennis and d- and drawn by Liam Sharp.
0: Garth Ennis, that that name rings a bell.
1: Um, yeah, he's he's done a lot of stuff. Um, the the art is beautiful. Um, until you realise that the plot revolves around um Killer Croc getting pregnant. Um, Yeah, they draw male impreg in Batman. They do Um, that with Joker as well. Yeah, they did that recently as well. I'm getting to that. Don't you worry. Um, DC have had this weird run as of recent with male impreg uh, stuff. So stay away from Batman Reptilian. Stay away from the new current running Joker solo series. Because for some reason they made Joker, the Joker, uh, pregnant. uh, Because he gets magically impregnated and gives birth to a tiny version of himself Aww. Um, and it is fucking horrendous oh. because this is the same series where he describes a, uh, a female superhero known as Power, um, Power Girl or Power Woman as his delicious little cutlet of veal meat um, oh. so yeah DC step up your game in the world of like Batman because it's fucking weird Hmm. Um, that
0: sounds really weird
1: It's really weird It's so fucking weird And I uh Yeah It's something that's seared into my mind Anyway Who's next
2: <laughs> Um, I have a series To recommend uh, Like last time it's another 4OD Show uh, It's Staff Let's Flats I've been meaning to watch it for ages um, it's basically this, uh, Greek Cyprian, uh, guy who owns this, uh, letting company with his dad, uh, called Michael and Eagle, and he's really bad at letting houses. Like, he'll go in there and just, like, by accident smash a toilet, or he'll fall over and, or, like, there's an episode where he just, he just falls asleep in the house. Like, I've made it sound terrible, but it's very, it's a very funny show, it's, um... 18 episodes, or only like half an hour each. They're all on four O D. Uh, it's very funny. It's by Jamie Dimitriu, um, who I think is also gonna be in the Barbie movie. Uh so there's a link there. I've done something there. Um But yeah, if if you want, go check it out. You don't have to. Uh but it's it's a bit of fun. E. Funny. There we go. <laughs> I need to script these I'm sections. Check-
0: I'm going to take this opportunity to mention that. Does your voice morph pitched? No. This afternoon, I went to see the Super Mario Bros. movie. Yahoo! Um, I thought right. It, it it's currently got some middling reviews. It's um, as of recording. It's sat on fifty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. We can
2: okay. What I mean. Whatever.
0: I went into this with a very open mind. I was very excited about it. The animation looks excellent. Um, and if you're a fan of Mario, you're gonna get so many kicks out of this because there's so many little Easter eggs and nods. and it feels that's what exactly what it is. It's a celebration of Mario still true. Um, I think it's really funny. The plot is non-existent. that's by like they just they don't care. they just they just want to cram in as many references as possible. And it's fine. Like the the movie's absolutely fine. Mm. I wouldn't rush out to go and see, see it but your kids whiskey. are uh, gonna love it. Oh uh, yeah. Especially if they play Mario Kart or like Mario in any sense, then they'll be they'll like it. But I think if you're looking for something with a bit more substance, maybe stay away from this one. Overall it was like like I said, I cackled quite a few times. So I guess if you're looking for a comedy, it's fine. It's perfectly serviceable. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, maybe check it out if you want. I'm sure it'll make lots of money anyway. Awesome! Is that everything? Have we done it? I think I think that's everything. Oh my lord! We did Yahoo. it! Yahoo! Oh my it. Lord. Yahoo! Yahoo! Uh, that is going to do it for this week's episode. Then thank you so much to everyone for listening. Um, the first podcast with four people on it, all four of us. <laughs> Whoop Woo! Let's go! So.
2: Um, but in the Thank comments, guys, which one was your favourite out of the four members? Yes. Yeah.
0: Who, who, who is your favourite co host? Yeah. Careful. If you don't and,
3: say me, you'll be transphobic.
1: And also, feel free to actually tweet at uh, the official Filmian podcast Twitter your thoughts on the Dungeons & Dragons movie. We'd love yes. to hear them. Yeah. Do
0: that. We would love to hear them. Um, Joe, where can the people find you?
2: You can find me wherever you want. No, um, if you go on Twitter, that- Okay, can I- can I- I'm gonna start that bit again. <laughs> Cringe! No, um, uh, so you can find me on Twitter, at Cook11Joseph. Uh, I've actually just posted some art while we've been recording this, so, uh-
0: I saw it! It
1: looks really cool!
0: Thank you all, thank you all. I'm
1: gonna wait for two months to pass, and then I'm gonna start interacting with it.
0: It gives me views, so- that's
2: all that matters. Um,
1: I say that because as of recent I found an old tweet of Joe's and started a thread <laughs> on it and started tagging hashtags. I hate it. it. <laughs> um, so there, there's that
2: on Twitter. You can also find me on YouTube uh Rebelhoovium and then on Instagram where Bang I post YouTube art, channel. where I post artwork is uh Joe Cook underscore digital artist. Uh, yes.
0: Great stuff. Thank you so much Joe for being here. That's Alex, right. I guess this is your chance to say hello to everyone. Hello. Hamish, where can the people find you?
1: Uh, my parole officer's number is... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, people can find me uh, on Twitter at beatenhamish. Uh, really super original name. Uh, we talk all things film and anything like that. And we also love to interact Why with people. Why are you saying we? It's Xander.
2: one person on that account and it's you.
1: No, because I'm about <laughs> to drag Xander into it too. And I'm trying to encourage the listeners to engage with your amazing underrated old tweets. Um. <laughs> um if you want to hear
0: more from the podcast, head on over to our um, Instagram page or our Facebook page. You can see the amazing posters that Joe makes every single week. Yaha. um
1: I wasn't done promoting I was about to say my only fans. thank you very much. no I'm joking that doesn't exist either. Damn. Um. <laughs> um, next week we there's a well
0: we're doing something fun. We're doing a fun game, aren't we? We've done it before not with these guys. Have you ever
2: heard of snakes and ladders? Because it's not that (laughs) it's not that game.
1: (laughs) Have you ever heard of Snap? We're going to be playing that. (laughs) Um next week is interesting.
0: Yeah. It'll be fun. Interesting. It'll be fun. There is nothing into my mind. You cannot prep it, and that's the best way to do it. Wait, should we tell them so what we doing? Forward to that. They might be
2: very confused. Or should we leave it a surprise? No. Oh, let
0: them let them wait Let them cook. Let them Let them, stew. Let them cook.
2: Like let little dumplings. Stew. Our audience are dumplings. I mean, I don't like dumplings, but I can't
1: really believe relevant you made it this far.
0: I can't believe that anyone has made it this far.
1: I'm really surprised that he's still rolling with the bit. Me? It's like he like finished the sentence and then doubled down on it. <laughs> Right, yes, goodbye well, sorry, everyone is to cook. All four of us will see you next week
0: for another banger episode of the Filming podcast. Yes. Be safe. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
2: Bye,
3: Derek. God damn
0: it.